0: Welcome to episode 42 of the Accessibility Craft podcast, where we explore the art of creating accessible websites while trying out interesting craft beverages. This podcast is brought to you by the team at Equalize Digital, a WordPress accessibility company and the proud creators of the Accessibility Checker plugin. In this episode, we talk about the new audit history add-on for Accessibility Checker and take stock of what we're thankful for in honor of the Thanksgiving holiday. For show notes and a full transcript, go to accessibilitycraft.com 042. And now on to the show.
1: Hi, everyone. It's Amber. And today I'm here with Chris.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: And Steve. Hello. And this is our Thanksgiving accessibility craft episode. And I have made Chris and Steve's day with the <laughs> beverage that I suggested we drink.
0: Yeah. Yep. So we've got Jones Soda Co. special yeah. release. No. Turkey and gravy soda.
2: <laughs> no. Joan Soda, no relation to me. No. Oh,
1: you, you mean you don't make uh, turkey soda every Thanksgiving to drink with your family?
2: No, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I love the back label. It. It. The start of the description is, it's back, with like 50 A's in between. Oh really? Um, yeah, So for a limited time, you can experience round. our infamous turkey and gravy soda. Grab a bottle while you can, and bring your holiday gathering, or bring to your hol- holiday gathering where your vegan buddies can partake, <laughs> or check the <laughs> yes, whole bottle I, if you I dare. I had to check
1: that. So I'm a vegetarian, and and I was like, I knew this soda existed because I think I've seen like a hilarious YouTube video about it. I've never tried it. And I was like, okay, that would be funny. But then I went, wait, is there actually turkey in this? But no, it is vegan turkey-flavored soda. Oh. <laughs> so the picture of, it has a very nice photograph of a, a turkey surrounded by f- fruits, <laughs> orange and grapes. I don't know if anyone actually placed their turkey that way. on. Uh. But there is no turkey harmed in the making of this soda. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You remember there back in the be, ni- there
0: might be humans harmed in the drinking of this soda though. We'll see. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you remember you remember back in the 90s when Joan Soda came out and you could send your photo in it and they would put it on the bottle?
1: I think you still can. Look, it says that. Yeah.
2: I that's what reminded me that they still do that. But like like I mean like in the 90s that was kind of like a it was kind of a big deal, right? You know, like a like you send your photo in and and then you go you go to the store and look for your picture or something.
1: Wait, oh, so they'll They're, put it on ones that they sell in the store, not yeah, just, like, yeah. ship you one? I thought you meant they, no. you could buy your own.
2: They, are like, they like print them on the label. Uh-huh.
1: So it's not necessarily, like, pictures of people. It's not, like, a picture of me. It's, like, a photo I took.
2: No, it's a picture of your face.
1: Oh, it is. Okay, yeah. it's a picture of your face. It's not, <laughs> yeah. like, a yeah. landscape portrait or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's,
2: it's kind of like that Coca-Cola campaign that they had with your your name on the bottle you know
1: oh yeah Mm -hmm. where they had bottled things i know it's i i feel it's a little bad because i don't know if jones soda counts as craft soda anymore it's possible it's owned by a really big company now but it's thanksgiving this week so it seems like we should be drinking something festive
0: festive all right (laughs) well (laughs) normally i'm excited to try things um, but <laughs> maybe we should just get this over with. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna twist the top off of here. Uh-oh. Do you think?
2: Do you think oh, they have? Do you think they have fruits on that platter? Because there's fruits inside the drink. I don't know. Let's get. All right, wait. I'm it.
1: smelling it. I it doesn't hmm. smell like anything really. Does it smell like no. anything
0: to you guys? It definitely it's... doesn't smell like turkey.
2: I don't know. It smells like a like like a ginger fl like almost. Like are I'm you getting kind of
0: a, I'm getting kind of a play doh vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I am gonna be brave
1: <laughs> and take a small sip.
0: Yep. Uh, bottoms up. Here, here we go. go. Turkey and gravy.
1: Well that's a little weird. Okay, I haven't eaten turkey in like 20-plus years, more than 20 years. Does it taste like turkey?
2: No, not <laughs> no. at all. Not at all? <laughs> doesn't taste like gravy either. No.
1: No, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> sweet. Also, you know what I just realized? It says it's a product of Canada. <laughs> our, our Thanksgiving beverage comes from the country that doesn't care about Thanksgiving.
2: Although oh, they don't? Yeah.
1: Well, no, Thanksgiving is an American holiday.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: But no, they're, maybe they
0: they're can. pandering to the Americans. Okay, so uh, it does
1: not taste like turkey or gravy. No. What does it taste like to you? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I'm a little stumped on this one, too. I am reluctantly going to take a second sip of this. I, I really don't like it.
1: <laughs> I think you're right. It tastes like Play Doh.
0: <laughs> Play Doh.
2: Uh, fl- uh, it just says. Carbonated water, salt, natural flavors, caramel color, potassium sorbate, sodium benzoate. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's nothing it to flavor tell this.
1: You. <laughs> Whatever natural yeah. flavors are. So salt. That's what I get. I it must have yeah. a higher salt it is content than the average soda.
0: Yeah, it is salty, but it's not. I was I was inter- I was thinking it was going to be like salt for like really salty. Like I get, I get a hit of salt at the beginning, but then they, they've still sweetened it. And that's the part that's weird. So I get like salt and a little sweet and then like a, a miscellaneous flavor that I can't really taste on the nose to me. Like the mo- the the first smell it took me to was like when you open a little tub of Play-Doh and that smell that hits you of like the fake, like salty dough stuff. And I'm like, that's, that's kind of what it smells like. But on the palate, like, I don't know. I just, I don't really taste much of anything other than salt and a little sweet and light carbonation. But For- no, I, I get zero turkey. I don't get any herb flavors. I don't get black pepper. I don't like... Mm. Like I don't get any anything that I would expect to taste. Like what... If I in my head what I thought this was going to be is I was gonna like drink it and I was gonna taste a little salt and maybe a very slight sweet undertone and like, like some black sage. pepper and some sage maybe and like
1: thyme rosemary time yeah. like
0: like like those kinds of herby flavors but you know like I don't think that they can um I don't think there's such a thing as like a turkey flavor extract right <laughs> and you can't yeah. really bottle and carbonate turkey stock so
1: well could you not? <laughs>
0: No, I, I mean,
2: turkey itself, like, alone, doesn't have a ton of flavor, right? Like, so they mm-hmm.
1: did a good job,
2: but gravy does. Mm. Yeah, so, so yeah. they probably should have leaned leaned in on the gravy side if they, or they could
1: have like added a little cranberry, right? Well, that's like, the other that, thing. I'm not. That's reminiscent I'm not tasting. of Thanksgiving dinner. Cramary. Is like the
0: caramel, the caramelization, the Maillard reaction on like the outside of meat or when you're caramelizing a piece of meat in the oven or in a pan, like that has its own distinct flavor, like that caramelized meat flavor. That's also not here. Um, like this. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than it sucks. <laughs> it is. It is well, pure. It is pure gimmick, um, w- which we it, I, I expected. Yeah. So I'm not disappointed. Uh, it lived yeah, up I mean, to my it's expectations. Really
1: you know, my expectations
0: so is that me, it was going to suck, and it sucks.
1: I So I do not think this is the grossest drink we have drank on this podcast, surprisingly. I thought oh, it no, not be. at all. I thought it was going to taste like weird, cold, fizzy broth. That's yeah. what I expected. Like what I think like chicken broth or turkey broth must taste like from my memory way back when, when yeah, I was yeah. a little child. And it doesn't. Like this is more drinkable than some of the other things uh you know a thought i had though is i'm drinking it cold and now i sort of wonder since it's like a turkey like maybe this is supposed to be drank warm
2: mine's room temperature
1: oh okay so so it still doesn't have extra flavor like i was wondering like maybe the cold just detracts from it but no
2: the cold might make it better (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know yeah i don't know now we have a whole case of it to crack out uh br- to crack open at thanksgiving with our families and see what they think right i know that's what i was <laughs> like we're gonna have
1: extra ones so i'm gonna give them to the kids with their thanksgiving dinner and be like look we got you a special soda while well, mommy enjoys her glass of champagne <laughs> uh, you get to drink turkey soda <laughs> the question is will they be brave enough to try it <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I mean, i'm calling I it, it now the three-year-old's gonna cry you think so (laughs) she's gonna see the picture on the bottle and tears are gonna fly
1: (laughs) oh man well we figured this week since it's you know a week that we should all i mean hopefully we like to do the whole month of november at our house being thankful but i sort of thought it would be fun just to do a little recap of some recent stuff that's been going on Uh, In our land with the accessibility checker plugin and and just in general talk about some of the things that we've been thankful for that have Happened around accessibility or in our own Um, So I don't know if either of you want to start off with anything
0: I think for for me the one of the bigger milestones for us as professionals and us as a company, um, was getting the investment from Amelia Capital and Yost and Marika. Um, mm-hmm. I am I am incredibly grateful to them for believing in us and believing in our mission and deciding to invest. Um, and I think that their their involvement and their advice um, has already helped us in some ways and has also lent itself to just our legitimacy, um, Mm -hmm. in the marketplace in general. Um, but that's, that's definitely top of the list for me.
2: Yeah. I think from the software side, I think, uh, you know, just the, I'm thankful for the uh, strides we've made with the accessibility checker with, uh, and, you know, we won the Gaddy award this year and Mm -hmm. Amber's Amber's flying out to accept that on our behalf. And, uh, and be there to represent us, right? I think there's some fundraising and some other things going on that night as well, right?
1: So for people who are not aware, that's the Global Accessibility Awareness Day Foundation, which was uh, founded by Joe Devon and Jennison Asuncion. Um, and they originally started it with the event to help raise awareness that always happens in May, but the foundation has gone beyond the event. And this year they put out awards for um, software or other initiatives that have helped to put accessibility forward. And um, we were one of the three winners of the Gaddy Awards, which was really, really amazing um, to, to get that. So we were in good company and um, I was really excited to go to the awards which i haven't got to yet when we're recording this but by the time it's release i will have come back so um, but for us you know it was really exciting to to see that and also just to see other people who have also been making strides in accessibility um, i know one of the other award winners was from a unilever brand because of things they did to make product labels more accessible to people who are blind um, Which is huge if you imagine, you know, we're always talking about the beverages that we like to try. Well, could you imagine if you couldn't access the ingredients on those and you don't even know? Is this turkey soda vegan or not? (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't get to try it, right? So, I mean, really, like, accessibility touches so many parts of everyone's day-to-day lives, even beyond the web. I know we mostly talk about web here on this podcast, but... Um, there's a lot of people doing amazing things out with like accessibility in the built environment and in product packaging and, and that kind of stuff. who are doing really amazing things. And, you know, from a gratitude standpoint, I think, you know, all of them deserve some sort of shout out for all of the hard work that everyone has been doing this year. And I feel like I've seen a lot of increased traction on that um, in the last year, especially.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on that traction front, I'm, super grateful to our uh, partner network, like all of our agency partners, some of the um, hosting and maintenance company partners that have come on. Um, They are playing a role in the growth, not just of our company, but also the bigger picture of accessibility awareness in general, promoting that to their customers. Uh, I want to shout out particularly uh, WordPress VIP. I want to shout out Convezio, uh, JJ and Lone Rock Point, who built the NASA website. Um, also uh, just some of our some of our smaller but very important partners like Bett Hannon over at Accessicart um, has been a huge help to us this year um, in sharing things, getting the word out. Um, even referring customers. So I'm I'm just incre- incredibly grateful to this growing network of professionals that we have kind of uh, allowed to coalesce around us that are caring about accessibility, that are promoting it, um, and that are sharing with us and the benefits of that from a business standpoint, but also just uplifting all of WordPress and making it more accessible. And I'm just excited to see more and more people kind of see this and come on board and um, start to appreciate the value that this can bring, not just to their business, but to their customers and to driving WordPress forward as a whole. So um, that's, yeah, the the partners have been great and I'm looking forward to bringing more in.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think actually, you know, you're talking about increased traction and more people like spreading awareness. A really good indicator of that that we saw this year, um, we help Chris and I are both on the organizing team for the WordPress Accessibility Day conference. And then um, I was able to team up with Beth Hannon and Joe Dolson to make it its own nonprofit this year, which we were super excited about. Um, And we had set the goal of having what felt like a stretch goal of 2,000 people register for the event. Uh, In 2022, there were Uh, a little bit over 1,600 people who had registered. And this year, we weren't sure if that 2,000 was gonna happen, it felt like a big stretch, but um, we ended up with 2,158 people who attended WordPress Accessibility Day from 70 different countries. We were able to donate $2,500 to Nobility, which is a nonprofit that's located near uh, Chris and me down here in Austin that focuses on web accessibility. Uh, So I just feel like in general this year, I have seen so much improved traction on awareness and people being willing to speak up and talk about accessibility. And I'm seeing it happen in a lot of WordPress and even non-WordPress events where they're, even if there's only one talk, but previously they never had any talks and now they're realizing, hey, we need to have, you know, someone come and speak about accessibility. And I think that's really awesome.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I would, I would add on to that, like the, you know, being thankful for the community and, and like you, you stated the traction, I think even year over year, you know, like I've seen such a shift year over year where, you know, we would go to a conference and talk about accessibility and it's kind of like, you know, this kind of like small thing. And then now it feels like it's becoming, it's coming to the forefront and the awareness of it is, is becoming huge and it's, it's no longer just a little thing tagged on at the end of a project, right? It's, it's becoming a core, you know, a core requirement of a lot of people's projects. And, and, uh, so, yeah. So thankful for the community and, and, uh, I think, uh, all the work that everybody in the accessibility field is doing is, is making a difference.
1: Yeah. So 6.4 came out not too long ago at the beginning of November. And um, we'll have to put a link in the show notes to all the accessibility fixes that were made in WordPress 6.4. Um,
2: 6.3 came out? 6.4, 6. 6.
1: 4, November 6th. 6. It has not oh. come out yet. I'm talking in the future because I Oh, it. yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry like, I, Steve's I, like, no, it's not. What are you talking
2: about? I spoiled about? it. I <laughs> spoiled it's it. It's all
1: good.
2: This is, <laughs> this is Steve from the past speaking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, we'll have to put a link. But, uh, you know, the other thing I'll say on that is, um, so if you look at, you know, the list, there's a bunch of people who contribute. I mean, I'm excited. I don't know if you you wanted me to say it or not, but 6.4 has a patch that Steve submitted, which we've previously talked about in another episode. But, like, that's really neat, I think. Yeah. I
2: I always welcome the uh, pat on the back, you know. (laughs) <laughs> I always welcome putting the focus on me, you know. <laughs>
1: but, but I think, too, um, Joe Dolson does a ton. Alex Stein does a ton. Yeah. And both of them this year were able to start getting funding. So GoDaddy, like I'll shout out GoDaddy because GoDaddy pays for Joe's contribution time. Up until like for the past 10 years, he's been a volunteer and they recognize that what he's doing is important and they wanted to step up and pay him to contribute to WordPress, which makes it a lot easier for him to contribute more. Yeah. Um, and, and I both- think it's really cool when companies do that. And and I think, you know, like it really helps move the project forward.
2: Yeah. And, and both of those guys were instrumental in helping me, uh, you know, get up to speed with contributing to core with this latest release and you know joe reviewed my patch and uh, so i appreciate i'm thankful for those guys too in many yeah. ways
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um so should we talk a little bit about our audit history add-on that we will have released or we can say we recently released <laughs> <laughs> depending on whether we're talking as current or future selves
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah so tell us about that steve
2: well we've put together a uh an add-on for the accessibility checker pro plugin that allows you to track your audit history over time um and in recent updates we updated full site summary so basically it's you know before you had your summary on your post where you could see a summary of the accessibility of that particular post we released uh, and this was around, around August I think we released uh, uh, an update where you have full site audit history in the pro plugin so you can kind of get a, a snapshot of where your whole website is a, as a whole and now we're creating an add-on that uh, will track that over time so basically it's a snapshot of the the full site stats every 24 hours and uh it it'll have it has a table where you can read you know how you know url, URL count, past test errors, contrast errors, warnings, etc. um and the percentage of cha- the amount of change from scan to scan. Uh, we have a nice graph on there that where you can track the percentage passed and the issue count. Um, there's filters to filter out by date ranges and there's a CSV export. So I think there the, the this was born out of uh, I think a lot of conversations that Chris and and Amber had with clients. Um, so this was kind of a client-driven feature. Uh, Chris, do you want to speak to, speak to that at the feedback that you got from some clients?
0: Yeah, I, I think um, particularly the larger organizations and also the agencies. So if we're thinking like government, higher education, uh, large or mid-sized agency, they want the ability to show or prove that they are making progress. They need to show a trend line. And this could be for numerous reasons. Uh, On the agency side, they want to be able to show their customers a steadily declining um, list of issues, so thereby implying that they're, you know, finding and fixing problems and making progress over time. Or if they're already, you know, I don't know, at 99% compliance, that it's staying flat, that it's not... um, you know, uh, that we don't have a, an increasing issue count, right? Or, right? or a decreasing percentage of past checks, whichever you want to, however you want that reflected. Um, and then uh, on, the, on the government or higher ed side or people that are organizations that are receiving some sort of public funds, um, they really wanted to be able to show that they're monitoring this. Um, for compliance reasons and so if you think about like an organization that gets um, pulled into something with like office of civil rights or they get have a, a formal complaint from a law firm or something like that or they're just reporting to to stakeholders as part of a, a general compliance or risk management report the ability to show hey we're watching this hey we're we're We've got all this history. We can show that we're keeping an eye on our accessibility, that we're maintaining standards um, based on these automated checks. Um, that is something that with our software was not available to them previously. Um, and so it's, it's a nice extension because it just builds on the value of accessibility checker already being right there and kind of in your face inside the CMS versus being an offsite tool, because obviously there are offsite tools that offer this kind of thing, um, but they're mm-hmm. not present right in the CMS. Um, so we're kind of taking and trying to create a a best of both worlds scenario with this.
2: Yeah, totally. So Amber, do you what what plans? So existing customers of certain levels will get immediate access to this add-on where they can they can go to our the dashboard on the com site and uh, they can download the add-on and uh and what levels is this going to be available for
1: yeah so it's included at no extra cost when you purchase a um, small business or an agency plan so that's a five or 25 plan or anyone who has a custom enterprise plan with us is also just going to get it. Um, so we're not currently offering the audit history at the, the pro level. Professional, I think is what it says, where there's just one site. Um, yeah. But maybe that's reason to upgrade. <laughs> and I will say that this week, the 20th through the end of November on uh, November 30th, we are having our Black Friday sale because you know all us WordPress companies we do Black Friday for more than just one day. Yep. <laughs> uh, so it's forty percent off right now, so maybe a good reason to upgrade and get that audit history. But if you already have a license, it's available in your dashboard, and you can just go log in and download it for free. Cost you nothing. Um. So, yeah, I I I'm really excited. I'm thankful for you, Steve and Matt, um, our developer on our team who work to build this add on and make it a reality because I know sometimes Chris and I come and we're all like, hey, the plugin should do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, man, you know how hard that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, so I, I definitely appreciate that. And, and on the on the the tone of, of gratitude, you know, I'm thankful for all of our customers who have purchased the plugin and who give us feedback and who tell us ways that we can make it better. Uh, Because we are constantly striving to do that. But without feedback, it it can be more challenging. So we really appreciate everyone's support, um, both, you know, that you're willing to invest in our product and also that you're willing to give us feedback and give us ideas that we can continue to build into it. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to echo that gratitude for, for all of our customers, whether they're, uh, whether they're just using the free version of the software and they're recommending it and posting a positive review about it. We're super, super grateful for that because that gets the word out uh, to our paying customers whose financial support directly impacts our ability to improve and extend this product. Um, so whether you're a one-site, a five-site, a 25-site, there are improvements for you coming down the pipeline um, and it's because of your investment that we're able to do that and that we're able to make this product better. So huge, huge amount of gratitude for all of our customers. Yeah. totally.
1: And I think it's probably worth leaving there because we're going to have a short episode this week. Let everybody hopefully in the U S spend lots of time with their family, yeah. <laughs> everyone outside the U S maybe gets things to slow down a little bit if you do business in the U S, but, uh, <laughs> But otherwise, um, we're, we just want to say thanks to everyone. Uh, if you're feeling brave, you can go order yourself a Jones turkey and gravy soda. Or Not tr- saying we recommend it. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> just just drink some, some some chicken broth. It'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> it would be better. <laughs> just make yourself some warm. Yeah. You know, that's
1: actually a question. We didn't talk about that. But, you know, we have a uh, soda stream. Oh. Chris, can you put broth in that and make oh. yourself carbonated? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ruin your soda stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that would be a what? single-use soda stream at that point. <laughs> okay, maybe not. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I, as the vegetarian in the group, I'm not actually sad that it's not possible to make meat pop because I don't really think we need meat pop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, no. Whatever oh, you are drinking, I hope that you uh, enjoy your Thanksgiving or your non-Thanksgiving of this week, and uh, cheers. Cheers.
2: Right. Happy, cheers to that. Happy Thanksgiving. I will not
0: be holding up my soda, though. I've got my hibiscus tea to wash that flavor away. I've
2: got my Diet Coke. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. If you celebrate, we will catch you on the other side of this lovely holiday. Thanks for listening to Accessibility Craft. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe in your podcast app to get notified when future episodes release. You can find Accessibility Craft on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And if building accessibility awareness is important to you, please consider rating Accessibility Craft five stars on Apple Podcasts. Accessibility Craft is produced by Equalize Digital and hosted by Amber Hines, Chris Hines, and Steve Jones. Steve Jones composed our theme music. Learn how we help make thousands of WordPress websites more accessible at equalizedigital.com.